I want to talk about something that hits close to home for many of us, the dangers of being overly concerned with red flags. Specifically, I want to address victims of narcissistic abuse and shed light on the manipulative tactics used by narcissists. So let's dive right in. When you've been through narcissistic abuse, you find yourself in a vulnerable state, confused, exhausted, traumatized, and grieving. It's easy to get lost in a sea of information about red flags and manipulative tactics. But here's the thing, focusing too much on these details can actually add to your confusion. The main weapon used against you in narcissistic abuse is exactly that, confusion. You're deliberately made to feel confused because in that state of mind, you're easier to control. So instead of obsessing over every single red flag, let's zoom out and look at the bigger picture. Ask yourself this, are the plans this person has for me truly beneficial? What are their hidden motivations? By understanding the toxic spouse's underlying motivations, you can gain a clearer perspective. For example, those loving words from a narcissist might confuse you, but their true intentions might be to control your body or exploit your resources. Let me share a story from one of my clients. She was confused when her boyfriend talked about marriage and moving in together, but avoided discussing furniture choices. However, he showed her many things, talking excitedly about their future together. Now, this might seem puzzling, but when we peeled back the layers, it became clear that he was using her to buy furniture for his new apartment. It turned out he was already dating another girl on the side while showing my client all the things he wanted to buy with her money. By recognizing the underlying motivations behind these actions, you won't be caught off guard by anger tantrums or sudden acts of kindness. You'll understand that the narcissist's behavior is driven by self-interest and manipulation. And equally important, you won't mistake a perfectly fine friend for a narcissist just because they display a few red flags. In healthy relationships, there's always a give-and-take dynamic, and it's natural to encounter red flags along the way. What's important is understanding the underlying motivations of a person. Learn to trust your gut instinct in these situations and you're halfway there. Narcissistic relationships lack clear communication, intentionally veiling their hidden motives. There's an underlying power struggle and they create a fear of upsetting them within their victims. However, it's crucial to remember that imperfections and red flags exist within everyone to some extent. The key lies in willingness and openness to communicate. Does a person genuinely want to talk about their motives or do they prefer to keep them hidden? Look for inconsistencies as they might be revealing lies about their true intentions. Now, if you solely rely on the red flag theory, you might unintentionally push away genuinely good people from your life. Victims of abuse often become overly intolerant of any perceived red flag, which leads them to control their environment by pleasing others. But let me tell you, this isn't the road to safety. It only leads you further into abuse and can isolate you from perfectly good people. Instead, try to look beyond the red flags and focus on the hidden motivations. It's important to acknowledge that evil exists within all human beings, including ourselves. Sometimes we project our own shadows externally, labeling others as evil while avoiding introspection. This approach hinders personal growth and perpetuates the cycle of intolerance. I've seen many victims of abuse become abusers themselves out of fear and intolerance for certain behaviors that trigger their past traumas. 
When dealing with narcissistic people, remember that they may not display narcissistic tendencies towards everyone. Their behavior might differ depending on the relationship, which is why narcissistic abuse can be so confusing. But here's the thing. Holding on to red flag tactics as a safety line won't save you from abuse. The answer lies in self-control. By gaining self-control, you'll be able to see things clearer and rely on your observations with a clear mind. This will make you less vulnerable to shaming and a less likely target for narcissistic abuse because it doesn't work on people who are self-assured and stand their ground. However, I must admit, this isn't an easy thing to do. As a victim of narcissistic abuse, it's crucial to adopt healthier communication strategies. By setting clear boundaries and expressing your feelings honestly, you create an opportunity for growth and resolution in relationships. Holding space for others' vulnerabilities and inviting open conversations can lead to healthier dynamics. But if toxic behavior persists despite your efforts, it's acceptable to draw conclusions and prioritize your well-being. Victims of narcissistic abuse often tend to burn bridges quickly out of fear that the abuse might happen to them again. We don't want to become unreliable toward our friends and family just because of what we went through with a narcissist. It's important to be open to growth and understand that everyone has bad days. By doing so, we can rebuild healthier relationships and break free from the cycle of abuse. These skills are especially invaluable for those who have suffered from narcissistic abuse, particularly if it occurred during childhood. The patterns of abuse become deeply ingrained, making it harder to detect and break free from abuse later in life. It's like a fish that grew up in toxic waters. It may not even notice the toxicity when swimming in a contaminated pond. It's not impossible to gain a healthier perspective on what love truly is and grow in self-control. It's a challenging journey, but it's 100% worth it. Narcissism Debunked is an online, faith-based platform offering programs designed to help break these deeply rooted patterns of abuse. We call these programs Healing Journeys. Through our platform, we aim to break the chains of narcissistic abuse by proper education and uniting hearts. When we share our experiences and support one another, shame becomes a toothless monster. And it is shame that narcissistic personalities use in their power struggles, especially your own shame about yourself. Facing shame-based core beliefs and changing the script of those voices is a huge part of operating in self-control. Do not let another person decide who you are. Do not give that much power away. You might not see it, but you're holding that power in your own two hands. You decide who you are and what you believe about yourself to be true, not the abuser. Remember... Abuse is what you went through. It was an experience. Deeply loved is who you are. Please consider that the red flag theory for it will only push you further into patterns of isolation, shame, and abuse because we cannot control the behaviors and actions of others, nor are we supposed to. The subject of what is called ungodly or unlawful control will be further explained in another podcast. Start targeting your problems after narcissistic abuse more accurately today with narcissism debunked this was narcissism debunked the podcast godspeed on your healing journey